It's your boy Tommy V Raw Sex, and we're gonna jump right into it. And um, there's just something I wanted. I wanted. I want to send this message really to Black women. I've been seeing a lot of videos lately, and really within the last two three years, of just different situations where Black women are getting into situations in public, whether it's them fighting, them violating a dress code, them doing this, that, and the third. And you, you guys have to realize that there's going to come a time where people don't want you around. They're going to find ways to make sure you cannot be in their business. You can't come in places because you are got you guys are starting to become a liability. We don't know what's going to happen. So what made me want to get up and do this episode is there's a video that's going around now of a black woman in a restaurant in Birmingham. I mean, you can call it a bikini top. It's honestly, truthfully. I've seen women in bras, and I'm not even talking grandma bras, I'm talking regular bras that covered up more of their, you know, boobs than this bikini top that this woman is wearing. And they walked up to her and they asked her, ma'am, you you know, you can't be in here like that. They didn't say, you gotta get out. You know what they did? They, I'm not even gonna say they, it was one person, it was a white girl. She tried to give her a shirt. She said, here, you know, there's a, we have a, we have, you know, some restaurants sell shirts, like, you know, like, like, even like Hooters, right? You go to Hooters, there's usually like a shelf in the front where they sell shirts. You can buy a Hooters shirt. You know, there's this one restaurant I went to in, um, when I was down in, I want to say somewhere in Florida, not too long ago, and they, they sell their own shirts. So they offered her a free shirt, said, you know, put a shirt on, you can stay, you know, we ain't going to do nothing about it, you know? And she decides to pull out her phone and go viral with it. Now I'm seeing people in the comments, oh, I just called their business. Oh, come on, everybody, let's call. You guys don't realize that you're making life hard. Like, black women, let me tell you something. You think the white woman's your enemy. You think the black man's your enemy. You think the white man's... You are your own enemy. People literally get scared now. We don't know what's going to happen when black women come into a place of business. We don't know if they're going to get on tables and start twerking. We don't know if they're going to start yelling. We don't know if they're going to fight. We don't know if um, they're going to... Um, we, we, we have no idea what's about to happen. Like, we literally have no idea what's about to happen. And I'm not really sure exactly how it works because I've never owned a restaurant. But if I'm not mistaken, and I have seen signs like this before. I don't remember if it, I don't remember, so I'm not going to lie, if it was at a restaurant or somewhere else. But where they said, we have the right to refuse service to anyone we see so fit. They're gonna start putting these signs up at all restaurants and I wouldn't blame them. And they're going to start making judgment calls. This girl looks like she would do some shit. No, I guarantee you out of every demographic in America, it's gonna be black women getting turned away the most. And don't be surprised when your own people are turning you away. Because let's keep it real. That video is going where it's going because it's a restaurant in Alabama and it's a white girl. If, a black, if the black co-worker worked there and they sent her, I don't know if people would be looking at it. Then they would look at it for what it is. Girl, well, why are you wearing a fucking bra in a restaurant and feeling entitled to service? Then when they ask you to put a shirt on and they give you a shirt for free. For free. I mean, picture that. You come to a restaurant and you get some of their merchandise for free because you came in there looking stupid. You know what I'm saying? Then you, you know, like, you want to videotape them and then you, 
And we all know what's going to happen once the videotape goes out. And black women are going to go out of their way to share it. It's going to get, then eventually it's going to get to the blogs. Once it gets to the blogs, they, they can't even take orders anymore. They can't even take those call-in orders anymore because their phone is being blown up by black women who are angry and gay black men. Because niggas, we don't call about shit like that. We don't do that. That's what, that's what they're going to do. Then they're going to start to feel like, you know what, it ain't nothing racist. And, they, and, and they, they're not racist for this. They're really not. It's just business. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if we really want black women in here. Is there a way that we legally can get black women the fuck out of our business? And then maybe not all of them. Maybe we can start judging them. Okay, she's dressed like this. If she walks up with this type of level of confidence or arrogance, then no, we just don't want them because we... We can't predict what's going to happen. I mean, you never can predict what's going to happen. White people get into bar fights. Uh, black men get to shooting shit up. It, you, you, so you never really know. I think what it comes down to is is this, this, that's what it is. White men get into bar fights. Black men shoot shit up. Black women have like 20 things. You see what I'm just, you know what I'm getting at? Black men have like two things. White men have like two things. White women have like two things. Y'all got like 20. Like we don't know what's going to happen. You know, somebody doesn't answer your question the first time, you're, you know, and y'all love to talk about white women are Karen. Black women report things more than any group in America. I've worked in the white side of town in Atlanta, and I've worked in the black communities in Atlanta. And I'm telling you, trust me when I say this, in case you, did, you didn't know, black women complain way more than white women do. If you, out of, before, before a white woman can get to one complaint. There's already been 10 black women complaining. Even when I first first got my first job ever in the hood, I remember I said, I made a comment. I said, you know, before working here, I worked in the white side of town. I'm glad to work here because I don't, you know, I know black people don't complain as much as white people do. We might cuss and scream and holler, but we don't call corporate and shit like that. And this lady, the lady I was working with, I never forget, she said, um, oh, trust me, you know what I'm saying? They call corporate just as much as if not more. We get a, we get a, she said, we get a, I don't remember the exact number, so I'm not going to lie, but she's told me a number, a significant number of how, how many times a week they get reports from corporate. You understand what I'm saying? A week. And I was like, damn. And then as I, you know, got older and older and older and, and whatever, and had different jobs and worked wherever I worked, I started to notice like, no, black women complain more. That's why when I first started seeing this whole Karen thing go up, the first thing I thought is, I know black women ain't sitting on the internet talking about people who call the police and call corporate and call everybody on somebody. I know they ain't talking. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Is it something that white women do? Yes, definitely. But you guys do it too and y'all do it to y'all own people. One thing about white people is they're right now more known for what they do to other people. Y'all are known for what y'all do to y'all own. You know, you guys are starting to become liabilities, you know? There was um, a situation a couple years ago, maybe even about four or five years ago, there was a basketball player. I wanna say it was Dwight Howard. I wanna say it was Dwight Howard, but I could be wrong. There was some basketball player who had a boat party and you know, these black girls wanted to get on, this group of black girls, and he said no, but then he let the white girls on and they went viral. Everybody was mad at him, um, blah, 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 blah. They made up all these different cop-outs and excuses Oh, well, he probably just wanted the white girls because they was going to be some freaks. And he know he can't handle a black woman. All, all this stupid stuff. Um, 
And um, y'all know how I feel about that whole you can't handle a black woman statement. So we're not even <laughs> that's a whole 40 minute conversation by itself. And just just know, I will say this. It, that's not a compliment to y'all. It's an insult if men can't handle you. <laughs> and but they can handle the white woman, the Spanish woman, the Asian woman. But but you're the one that can't be handled. That's not a that's that is not a good thing. That makes you sound wild, almost animal animalistic. So here's the thing about it. What people didn't want to talk about or discuss is, okay, so we bring the black girls on. They're going to sit here and have attitudes. They're going to be stiff. They're going to be all about themselves. They're going to be loud. They might get to fighting. If we bring the black girls and the white girls, then it becomes this stupid competition. You know what I'm saying? The next thing you know, there's violence. And it's just a liability. At that point, it's not personal. It's a liability. Even when I'm in some of the roughest neighborhoods of Atlanta or even other cities I've been to, you know, if I see a group of brothers on this uh, on, on one side of the street and a group of sisters on one side on another side of the street, I'd rather walk down the street with the brothers because, you know, at least at the bare minimum, I know if something pops off when I walk past these dudes, society tells me I have every right to punch these niggas in their face. I can beat the shit out of these niggas. I can shoot them, anything. Will I go to jail? Possibly. But at least I know, and I know it's going to sound, y'all like, what do you mean? But at least you know. Yes, but at least I know my reputation is still intact whenever I get out. I can't do anything to these wild ass, unruly, you know, people who are beyond reproach. I can't. They get to slap me up, throw something at me, call me all kind of names. um, And I just have to kind of keep walking. I'd rather be on the side of the street where I can get I can get it cracking with they dumb ass. You know what I'm saying? So y'all y'all are just starting to become very intimidating. And I know y'all like to say that about yourself, but that's not a good thing. And you're starting to become a liability for most businesses. That's not good. Cause I really strongly predict the day where people start trying to figure out ways they can keep you out or just not attract you at all. Where you don't even want to come in there. You know what I'm saying? Because And specifically you, not black people, not black kids. No, you, you know, and and of course they will make judgment calls. I think some black women would definitely get in the door, but you won't like the average one of y'all won't. And it's, and some of y'all like, well, I've never done anything. The way a lot of y'all are bred these days, it's only a matter of time. And that's the problem. You know, imagine being the owner of that restaurant right now. He has plenty of black customers who come in and come out and have a great time. They take pictures, they give good reviews, and they move on with their day. And if he asks them to do something in his business or or her, whoever owns it, right, they'll do it. And then here comes this. All it takes is one. Here comes one who wants to be defiant. And it's, it's not like you're wearing a nice dress. No, you're wearing a bra, ma'am. And you're wearing a bra and they tell you to leave or put on this shirt or they will call authorities and you decide to pull out your camera and videotape it and send it to all these sensitive black women in America. And then what do they do? They start sending bad reviews to the restaurant. They, they make up stuff. They don't even just say, oh, this is racist. They'll go pull some shit like, yeah, I ate there yesterday and I got food poisoning. They'll do whatever they can to destroy the business. They'll blow their phone up to the point where they can't do call-in orders. Somebody who might have to call in sick who ain't got nothing to do with it. They didn't even work the day this shit happened. They can't even call in. Like You just start fucking shit up. 
Why would somebody want to take a risk with a group of people who are known for that? You are the literally the only group of people in America who do that. There is no other group of people in America who do that. Which brings me to my next point. Why? Because other groups of people in America ain't going through what you're going through. Why? Because they're not walking around entitled like you are. They're not walking around seeking sexual attention and hypersexualizing themselves like you are. They don't walk around with combative energy like you are. And I said this in the comment section. I said, I said, you know, I said, I said this with all due respect and love. But do you guys not believe in the law of attraction? Why is it always you? Every time I see one of these videos, it's never a Mexican woman. It's never an Asian woman. You think they don't like to wear bras outside too? It's never a white woman. It's never um, a black. It's rarely black men. Rarely. It's But it's always a black woman involved. Always. And, and, and you know, you have to start to ask yourself, black women, what energy are you walking around with? where this is always happening to you. And, and I'm gonna tell you what it is. This is the direct result of faking happiness, faking being unbothered, and faking like you're so healed and like you got it all together. Right now, black women are trying to post on the internet and act like in real life, like they just living their life like it's golden, living your life like it's golden, living your life like it's golden, golden, living your life, you know that song? Living my life like it's golden. Golden, golden. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to shriek when I play back this episode after doing that little um, ensemble. But my, my, my thing is this: like, you, you have to, you, you guys are not what you think you are. And I'm not saying that to put you down. I'm actually saying it to uplift you, good, because you have to stop pump faking and actually go do the real work. You know, I had a black woman not too long ago tell me um, that I need therapy. And, you know, I know of this black woman to be a single mom who is always, you know, complaining about what some man did to her or whatever like that. And this, that, and the third or whatever. So I asked her, I said, you're telling me I need therapy. Have you ever been to therapy? I've at least been to therapy. Have you ever even, like, have you ever, even as a child, like, with your school counselor, girl, like, have you ever been to therapy? And she, I mean, her response was... A deflection and just more insults on me and what I guess she assumes that I've been through in life, right? She don't even know. I've probably definitely hurt more women than women have ever hurt me. And the few women who have actually blatantly hurt me, I took that shit like a G. I can. I mean, I'm not just saying it to sound unbothered. I'm, I'm keeping it genuine. Like I told y'all, I think I've told y'all the story before about one of my exes who cheated on me, left me for the dude that she cheated on me with, and brought him to work at the same place we worked at. You know what me and him did when he got there? We became friends. I didn't beef with him. You know what I'm saying? I never did nothing to that girl. Me and that girl are actually still cool to this day. Like, me and me and the dude became cool, right? He ended up abusing her anyway. Like, you know, that's her karma. Like, what am I supposed to do about that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've done worse things than that. So, um, here's the thing. You know, your energy has to be off. There's a reason why and y'all all have a very common energy. You see, when you talk about white women, they have different energies. Like Spanish women have different energies. They have a their energy is very common as well. Uh, Asian women's energy, depending on what type of Asian you're talking, usually is very common. But black women, from the hood to the good, from the uneducated and pregnant at 16 to the um, graduated queen with hella degrees, they all seem to have this same 
energy and that energy is why you're going through what you're going through. I tell even men all the time, when you walk around so macho, the world is going to try you. Doesn't mean you have to act like a punk everywhere you go. But when you walk around all macho, the universe, energy, God himself is going to try you and he's going to humble you at every turn you take. The only difference is you black women have built this arrogant, one-sided army. That's the only reason why you guys are able to get away with such violence in this world. When I say violence, I don't just mean like, you know, beating somebody up. I'm just saying like all of this, you know, just this destruction that you guys are bringing everywhere you go. I mean, you guys are fighting on the plane while it's in the sky. You're fighting in the airport. You're fighting in the hotel lobby. You're whooping ass in the grocery stores. You're fighting in the apartment complexes. I've lived in bad neighborhoods where I've never seen a nigga fight. I've never seen a nigga shoot, but I've seen girl. I see it. Yo, on everything I love, bro. When I, when I stayed on Godly Road, the only time somebody ever got shot at right outside my building, it was a female shooting a dude. You know, she didn't hit him, but she shot at him. All because he put her out earlier that day. Because she was she was doing what y'all do, being a fucking liability. Okay, them boys was in there doing what they was doing. We ain't gonna speak on that. They, they were making money. They had their business. And here she come being a fucking liability. So he told her, you have to go. She told the nigga, I'm going to see about you. I'm going to see about you. All the, everybody, me, everybody, we all just looking like, man, go on, go on, shawty. Like, these are street niggas. Like, go on, shawty. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know what she does? She comes back later on that night, like, literally, like, maybe 11 to 12 hours later and starts shooting. I'm literally sitting there. I think I was smoking weed or something, playing at Grand Theft Auto or something. I look out the window. Here go this big bitch shooting a gun. Not just one shot or two. We're talking, like, four or five, bro. Like... The few fights that I saw, it was women. You guys are liabilities. You guys destroy everything you touch. You're like a tornado. And you have no consideration for what other people are going through. Now, the whole restaurant is interrupted because you don't want to put a shirt on. I mean, you can take it off as soon as you leave or just leave and go to a strip club. Because bitch, that's how you dress. Like, the whole restaurant is interrupted because you want to be a liability and you and you really think that this is going to last forever to what just because you guys got your little beehive type like army where y'all go blow people's phones up no they're just going to eventually stop they're going to find ways to get you out of a restaurant when you walk in there it's as simple as that because i know right now if i had a restaurant and y'all come in there doing that shit i'm putting up a sign we have we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone we see fit and we do not owe them an explanation. I mixed it. I put the sign on the door, the first door, the second door, right when you walk up to the host, there's going to be a sign. I, I want it to be known. I might even make that our slogan. And I will, I'll come out the damn back, back of the room. Excuse me. Hey, um, sorry, we can't serve you guys. And that's the shit. I mean, now that I think about it, knowing black women, that's dangerous. They're not going to just leave. They're going to make a scene. Then we going viral again. Like, it's just like, it's, it's almost like there's just no winning with you guys. You know, you know, it's almost like there's literally no winning. You know, and, that, and that's a scary group of people to deal with where you can't confront them in any way without the threat of violence and destruction discrediting someone's business, assassinating someone's character. I mean, here you are, you worked for 20 years to get to this level in life. 
And all it takes is one black woman to pull out her phone because she's being sensitive and because she's doing the most and because she's entitled. And she feels like she's entitled to things in this world and everybody should bow down to her. And all it takes is one black woman to ruin those 20 years of hard work. That's it. That's it. You know? Because I'm going to tell you some real shit. Hearing that someone got shot at a venue a couple months ago, a couple years ago over some personal shit and reading bad reviews, which one do you think would scare people away from the venue venue more? Believe it or not, the bad reviews will. Because I can't be worried about, even with me, right? Black or white, race doesn't even matter at this point, right? If, if I... If, if I'm in Dallas and somebody say, yo, they got this new vegan spot, or they got not even, let's not say new. They got this vegan spot, man, you know, it's real popular. Drake be up in there, everybody be up in the La La, Kim Kardashian, nigga, it's lit. Nigga, they got music, live music. I'm like, oh, cool. You know, what's it about? Like, give me a little rundown on, you know, you know, I'm picky on where I decide to actually spend my money and sit down and eat. Like, are we gonna eat there? Are we taking the food and go, oh no, bro, we can go eat there. And then somebody come out the room, Man, y'all, y'all trying to go down to, uh, let's just say, the restaurant's called Cantu. You know what I'm saying? Y'all trying to go down to Cantu? Boy, I, don't, I ain't been there since that one nigga got shot there. And I said, damn, somebody got shot there? Yeah, you know niggas always acting up. Niggas shot, you know, got, got the shooting over some gang shit. Oh, it's in a gang neighborhood? No, nah, no, nah, it's just, you know what I'm saying? Shit, shit, situation happened. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and shit, I, I heard two months ago, another nigga got shot in the parking lot over a parking space. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. That doesn't deter me. I don't fight over parking spots. I, I don't. I don't gangbang. So that doesn't deter me. But if somebody was to come out, the, if the if another person popped their head out the room, wait, y'all niggas going out of can too? Yeah, but they got a two star review on Yelp. Nigga, look at all these reviews, bro. Like, look at this shit. And I'm just reading like hundreds of people. Like, this shit is disgusting. Bad, bad service. They're racist. They don't treat people nice. I'm like, oh no, I don't want to go down there just to eat. Is there somewhere else we can eat? Y'all want to just go to, uh, we can just go to, we can just go to Red Lobster and I'll just get some French fries and some bread or something like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm good. It's the reviews. You guys are, you guys are a liability even more than niggas shooting. How the fuck you beat niggas shooting? Cause ask yourself this, um, on some serious shit, which one would scare you away from eating at a place? Like, seriously, two personal shooting situations or reviews that review the whole fucking restaurant. You're not going there to get shot. You're not going there to not get shot. You're going there to eat. That's all you're thinking about. So when you somebody's telling you the food is nasty, they have bad um, hygiene in there. They're not they don't have good sanitation. They, they don't have good service. They take a long time to bring out your order. I went there and I ordered some food and it never came. And they still charge me. Like, when you read stuff like that, you're like, I'm not going in there. I don't want to be one of these people. You know what I'm saying? You don't feel subject to somebody shooting at you because you know you're not going around that type of energy. But I've been noticing lately that it happens to all kinds of black women. The educated one, the hood one, the in-between. They go places and people are always coming at them. And I'm, and I'm wondering, it, I have to start to ask, is it them or is it you? Why is it always you? You're the most combative person in America right now. You're the most hard to talk to person in America right now. You're the most hard to approach person in America right now. Why would people be trying you? Why would people be trying you? 
Niggas know we can't stand in a restaurant and argue about a dress code. Nigga, we'll go to jail. Like, or get escorted off property by police. So we don't even do shit like that for real. Like, them, you walk into a restaurant, they say, hey, man, you can't have sweatpants. I've, I've walked into a restaurant one time with some shorts on. They said, yeah, you, you know, we don't allow people to wear those type of shorts. I said, oh, shit. I said, for real? Like, come on, man. I, I got a little extra 50. I never forget this. I, like, I got a little extra 50. This, this, when I was doing really good, you know, I had money-wise, you know, in the streets. But still, I had some extra money. I really, really wanted to eat at this place. Like, sorry, man, you can't, we can't do it. I was like, all right, bet, my bad. I, and I left. I didn't pull out no camera. I didn't get on Instagram. These people are racist. Nobody eat there. Here's their phone number. Blow them up. I didn't do none of that, bro. I just left. I just left. It's not really that serious. When you're the person that they can't even talk to when they're in the right, you can't be in this restaurant with your titties out. Anybody with class would agree with that. Only, only a hoe would argue with that, or a wannabe hoe, which is even worse than a hoe, right? Anybody else would agree with that. You shouldn't be in this class. This is not a strip restaurant. This is not a stripper. This is not an adult lounge. None of that. Y'all black women. Y'all are y'all are too X rated. That's another thing y'all need to understand. Y'all are too rated R. I've been places where everybody was speaking at a low voice, including the niggas. I noticed, I didn't say black men. I said the niggas. Even they were speaking at a regular voice. And the only person in there that was loud was the black woman. And she's cussing and hollering and screaming too. Laughing like a nigga. Laughing all loud and, and being disruptive, bro. And everybody's stopping to look like, man, you don't see all these kids in here? But nobody wants to say anything because she's a black woman and she's combative. And she'll get up there and make a fucking scene. And then she'll go viral. And black women will support it. I can't, I literally cannot begin to tell you, especially here in Atlanta, you know, one thing about Atlanta, we have different classes of black people. We don't just have hood girls, bro. And all anyone I ever tell you, we have a lot of professional black women. And I can't tell you how many times I've been in nice restaurants or nice places of business in a, on a, in a decent side of town or a nice side of town. And everybody was in order. Everybody was moving respectfully. Everybody was dressed appropriately. And here's the black woman with profanity all on her shirt. Here's the black woman with the see-through shirt. I, I, I can't. I, I, I always tell people a story about the girl who was walking in Walmart with a see-through shirt and her titties just everywhere. Guess the race. You know what I'm saying? Like, guess the race, guess the gender. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's always y'all. It it literally never fails. Like, it's to the point where I want to make a YouTube channel where I just go around Atlanta. I go eat at different places every day. I go to different stores. And I guarantee you, every time you're watching the videos, it's always going to be a black woman being inappropriate. That makes you a liability. We know these brothers, they're going to come in here. They Black men, we, we know better. They're going to come in here. They're going to sit down. They're going to chill. The white women are definitely going to chill. The white men are going to chill. Spanish, Asian, Middle Eastern, everybody's going to chill. It's going to be the black woman to come in here and get loud and make a scene. I was at Publix not too long ago. Fucking Publix, bro. One of the more classier grocery stores besides Whole Foods, right? And I was in the suburbs, right? And some black lady was making a fucking scene and everything, bro. Then she started insulting the cashier, talking about something. You need to be working at Walmart. Then she went and grabbed the manager and brought him over to the cash. I'm in line behind this fat bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
and she's low. Oh, I didn't tell y'all what she was wearing. She's wearing this very sheer, very short dress with her booty hanging all out. That, I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. That's why I got in the line behind her. I was looking at that ass bounce. Cause I mean, it was it was there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like she was the only woman in the store causing a scene. She was the only woman in the store yelling and screaming. And she was the only woman in the store dressed like that. Only one. Y'all are starting to become a liability. People see you and say, oh, shit. They have to start walking on eggshells and tippy toes because they might end up on fucking baller alert fucking with you. People dead ass see y'all and go, oh, shit. (sighs) Even black women. When they see other black women, they go, oh, shit. I've been out with women and I had to like tell them like, yo, like, come, all right, you know what, let's just go. Because they, they want to come in there and then they want to fight somebody and they want to get loud and they want to roll their neck and they want to act up. Every single time. It never fails. I was at a restaurant with this beautiful Spanish woman, right? We, we, we were out, we're eating, it's a Greek restaurant. I want to say it was in Cabbage Town. I forgot where. And um, I should know where it's at because I just went there the other day again. And um, not to the restaurant, but to that street. And um, I'll never go back to that restaurant. I probably will because I'm going to tell you why. Here comes this black girl with blonde hair, of course, as my fucking waitress, right? And she starts doing the most. She just having bad attitude to the point where the girl I was with, the lovely lady I was with was like, what do you think her problem is? And I said, it. I said, she's black and you are Spanish, but you kind of look a little white. I'm a black guy. I'm dressed nice. She probably assumes I'm one of the brothers that what they say, when he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl. She has such a bad attitude. I got to, I had to because the girl we was starting to get kind of fed up and she's 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 yeah she's classy but she's also from the hood you know what i'm saying so i got up and i, I had i had to walk up to this white lady because everybody else that worked there was white i don't know about in the kitchen but everybody that was out there was white mind you this was in the middle of the day so there was barely any customers in the restaurant and this was i want to say it was still covid time but you know atlanta we ain't really locked down but it was still like covid time so nobody was really there so i walked to the white lady i said ma'am i, I need a different waitress like, I mean, a matter of fact, I don't even want to sit at that table anymore. She said, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She's like, did she have an attitude? I said, I don't even, you know, want to talk about it. I just, we need somebody different. Is there somewhere else? She said, well, you guys can sit at the bar if you want. So I looked at the bar. There was a bartender there. She was white. She was tatted. I was like, hey, you want to go sit at the bar? She's like, of course. So we went over to the bar and we sat there. This lady was so nice. This white lady was so nice. You know, we tipped her very well. Um... So, you know, that, that lady missed out on her tip and, you know, there were not that many customers that was coming in there that day. So she, she probably didn't really make much money that day, which is her fault. You understand? Y'all don't even know how to control yourself and understand you're at work. Leave all your personal emotions at home. You know what I'm saying? Like all of this, whatever animosity you got towards black men, leave it at home. You don't even understand. You have no idea what type of tip we was going to give. And I, I tipped extra just because I wanted her to know, like. You fucked up. 
you know, and they don't even understand how they be pushing people into other people's arms. You would have came and been nice. We would have took the hell out your ass. We ain't going to not tip you just because whatever, you know what I'm saying? No, but no, you want to come over here with this attitude and I'm asking you simple questions and you, well, duh, I mean, what did you think it was going to be? Like, this, this, this is literally how she spoke to me. Like, in like very, like, not in a playful way, bro. Like, not in no dry humor way either. Like, just in a very serious tone. Like, like, like I feel like she wanted to really just choke me. And I wasn't even being rude with her. I wasn't asking her stupid questions. I was asking her very good questions. I mean, it's the food, you know, like it was like Greek or Mediterranean food. I forget. But it, it had words I never heard of before. Like some shit like bush kebab or something like that. I forgot what it was. And I was like, what is that? And she just looked at me like, eh. <laughs> like, I, I have to know, bitch. Like, I can take you some places. You're a little broke, dusty looking ass that you wouldn't understand what they're talking about either. And they, they would respectfully tell you, oh, ma'am, that's a, you know. So it's just like my whole thing is, bro, like. Y'all are starting to become liabilities. People are people are tired of you. It's time for y'all to like grow up. Like there's no other way to put it, bro. Like y'all need to grow up and y'all need to start checking each other because nobody don't want to check y'all. You just that nobody checks y'all. So somebody's got to do it. And it's starting to become a liability. People don't want y'all in their businesses anymore. People don't want y'all in their Ubers. People don't want y'all in nothing because. Your mentality leads to nothing but just, for lack of better terms, destruction. Based on what I've described to you in these last 30 minutes, would you want somebody like that in your business? Would you want somebody like that in your in your venue? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Uh, am I saying you would tell them that they have to leave or make up little excuses why they have to go? No. Am I saying you wouldn't invite them onto your boat like that basketball player? No. But deep down in your heart, whether you want to admit it or not, you would not want them folks up there. This is a group of people that's known for this. You wouldn't want them in your place because you know it might go down. And you and, and once again, y'all are very unpredictable. We never know what we're gonna get from you. You might speak classy and have the long hair and a nice dress and the nails done and and be from a good college and come from a good family and still act just like the hood girl in the long run. If not worse. If y'all about to say, come on, my nigga, if not worse. Like, you're a liability. And I need y'all to get that shit together, or it's gonna come a time where people are gonna start regretting standing next to you because if they don't want y'all in there and I'm standing with you I came with you they don't want me in there they can't say only you can come in they're gonna say hey you guys can't come in now I'm not getting into places because I'm standing with you which tells me that if I want to be able to flow through life I can't be with a black woman you know what I'm saying and I get some of y'all don't care whatever I get that but in the long term you will and if you don't your daughters definitely will when all the men that they're naturally attracted to don't want them. Not because they hate them. Not because they're bitter towards them. But because you're a liability. This goes beyond black women. It's just in life. I mean, you have friends that every time you go somewhere, they're into some shit. But you stop, you, you stop hanging out with them. It's nothing personal, but my nigga, you're starting to cut off my money now. You're starting to embarrass me. I'm not finna to live a life where I'm in a corner just to be your friend. I'll be your friend when I'm at your house, but no, I'm not. I'm, you can't come to my wedding. I was talking, you know, 
I was talking once, I ain't gonna say to who or what, I'm not even gonna describe that, but I was talking once, and we were talking about weddings and parties and stuff like that, and I was like, you know, what's crazy is there's a lot of people that I love, but I would not invite them, because I know they don't have no filter, they don't have no, no coof, they don't have no respect, they're going to, they're going to get into it with something or someone, they're going to say something inappropriate, I have guy friends that I would love when I'm with the ladies to bring ladies to their crib or whatever or meet up with them. I don't invite them nowhere. And then some of them even have the nerve to act like, damn, when they see me on Instagram, they're like, but why didn't you call me, boy? Oh, them girls was beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't know, bro. I was tired. But the truth is, nigga, I don't, I don't bring them around you because shit, nigga, like every the last seven times I brought girls around you, bro, I never even got to see those girls again because they didn't want nothing to do with me because, nigga, you are that embarrassing. I can't keep, no, I can't keep losing out on great women because of you. It's not going to happen. I don't even know them to, to, for them to just stick with it. I just met these hoes yesterday, like at the park or something, like you feel me at Ponce, Ponce City Market. Like, these some cool-ass black girls or some cool-ass white girls, like, or a diverse group of girls, like, and I can't even bring them. You got the nice, nigga, you got, you got the spot. You got two TVs in this bitch, nigga, you got the good Zaza everywhere, you got um, all kind of other shit going on. I can't even bring them because, shit, I'm not, I'm not taking that risk. And, nigga, no, hell no. And, you know, especially when liquor get to flowing, when your mouth get to going, I might have to punch you in your face. Some of the shit you be saying, like, I can't do it, bro. Some people are just liabilities, bro. You and it, it sucks because they will block their own blessing and then have and then have the nerve to complain and cry, and scream racism or scream fake friend or scream um, sexism or colorism or no. Look how you was acting in there. Like when I first watched the video, when you watch the video, you don't see the girl what she's wearing. So I'm thinking like. What did her shirt say? I'm thinking she had a shirt on, but it said something inappropriate because I don't know why, but people just love to wear inappropriate shit these days with middle fingers and the word fuck on it and all kind of shit. So, like, then she went on and she stood up and you get to see what she's wearing. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, are you serious? Are you serious? Like, it's crazy, man. It's crazy, you know. But um, it's your boy Tommy V at Raw Sex, and I'm out.